Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I've been holding in one thing about Arthur Smith. I don't know when I'm going to get to it because we got to get the Cavs here. Because right now, folks, they're in the fourth seat. I don't know if you guys knew that. The Philadelphia 76ers have fell to the fifth seat. They have lost now four games, excuse me, they have lost four games in a row. Thank you very much as my page refreshed. Cavaliers, the four seed. Knicks are in the third spot right now, 31 and 17. 76ers, 29 and 17. And right now, they have Joel Embiid getting an MRI. Do Cavs fans smell blood in the water? Well, not according to Jason Lloyd. It's development time for your Cleveland Cavaliers and Evan Mobley. So let's bring in Jason Lloyd from The Athletic. He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hello, Jason. What is wrong with you? At what point in that story did I say development? Ask Anthony. I'm not talking to you. Oh, good. Finally. I've been waiting my whole life to hear that. Well, I just I only talk to serious people, and that is an unserious article. Are you kidding me? No, Don't, you're you're about to embarrass yourself. Don't embarrass I'm a yourself. Very, I'm a I'm a clinically serious person. All right, what's 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 the issue with it now? Tell me. I mean, do you want Evan Mobley to continue to shoot threes? Continue? How about start? Do you How want him start? to? Okay, excuse me. Do you want to keep trying him shooting threes here as we get into the month of February? He hasn't done it yet on a consistent basis. He has. And listen. we think that February is the time to start. As we're trying to to make a run, why would they try it in April and May? I'm not trying it in April and May. I'm not trying it until probably next this summer. This team right now, since these guys went out, is a completely different team than it was two months ago. They've completely overhauled their entire style of play. They now look like every other team in the league. They didn't before. Now they do. Now they have shooters around the floor and one big in the middle. If you want to play Jarrett and Evan together and you want to continue playing this way, Evan has to take and make threes. Now, if we get to April and what do they have left? 35, 40 games, something like that. They're somewhere in that range, 35, 40 games. He should shoot 120 to 133s between now and the end of the season. And if he's still shooting 20%, okay, well, that didn't work. Now you got to figure out how you're going to do your playoff rotation because you can't put multiple non-shooters on the floor together in the playoffs. We know that. We saw that. That hasn't changed. But you're not asking him to be Dirk Nowitzki in his prime. You're not asking him to be Kevin Love in 2016. You just want him to take 
three or four game, and it's the threat. It's the threat that this guy can make a three that can pull the big out of the lane and can open up driving lanes for Darius and Donovan. That's it. Nobody's asking him to average 30 points a night and make six threes a night. Nobody needs that. And when he's on the floor by himself, when Jarrett's on the bench and it's just Evan, he doesn't need to do it. He can be the center in the middle. That's what everyone in the league thought they were going to play anyway. Like, nobody was talking about Jarrett. Jarrett has had, like, a tremendous season, and that's a credit to him. He had a horrible playoff series. Everyone was down on him. People in the league were down on him. And to come back and play as well as he has is full credit to him for doing that. And, and because everyone thought it was going to be Evan and four shooters around him, and then Evan goes down, and it's Jarrett and four shooters around him, and Jarrett has put up monster numbers. So now Evan's back. Okay. So in the moments when Jarrett's resting – and it's Evan, he doesn't have to shoot threes. But if you want to play this type of style, you can't do it with two non-shooting bigs together. It doesn't work. But if Evan can go out to the corner, can go out to the wing, and just shoot, just be a threat, just make the defender respect that you can make that shot. You know, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I, I should have thought of it earlier. And people will, like, roll their eyes and lose their minds if they don't think it through all the way. Remember Draymond in, like, 14, 15, 16 when the Warriors were, like, really rolling? Not Draymond today. But Draymond at his peak powers when they had it popping. He was shooting, like, three or four threes a night, and he was making one or two a night. That's all you need out of him. That's it. That's all we're saying. Right now, he won't even shoot them. He's passing them up. So, and that's the, that was the whole point of the article is, it's time right now. You've got to start shooting these threes. If, if the Cavs are going to continue to play this style, you have to start taking the shots. You have to see what you've got. And if he doesn't make them, well, then that's a different conversation. If he's still shooting 20, 22, 23, 24%, and we get to April, well, now you have your answer. He's not ready. Doesn't mean he'll never be, but it's not right now. But we don't know because he won't shoot them. He, shoot, he takes not even one. He's averaging like one for his career. Like 1.23s a game for his career, that's not a big enough sample size to say what he can and can't do. It's like saying a guy can't hit left-handed pitching because he's had 100 at-bats against the left-hander. Well, that's not enough. And the the Cavs want him shooting this. Like, JB is on the record saying, we've told him, you've got to shoot these shots. When you're open, take the shot. He's not doing it. He's got to start doing it. Uh, Jason Lloyd with us. So I agree with everything you just said about the trajectory of his career, him being worth – the pick that he was taken, especially now with, you know, Scotty Barnes playing the well, is playing the way he is, uh, Sangu- Sangoon, Sanguine, whatever you want to pronounce his name, he's been outstanding. In fact, I have some people saying that he should be the number one overall pick in that draft. You've heard a redraft. Whatever. We can't worry about any of that. We have Evan Mobley. He's sensational defensively, and he obviously is a winning basketball player. The issue is, Jason, so we agree, is that he he's just, you don't have to guard him in the half court. You can just leave him open. Um. I just don't think he's got it this year. And I think it's something that if it didn't if it didn't come this offseason, if he put the work in this offseason and it still looked like it looked like from what we've seen, then I'm very nervous about it going forward and I just don't know if he has it in him this year. And so I don't I don't know how much leeway, you know, he's going to be given because even if he hits Lloyd one of those every night or every other night, I still don't think teams are going to defend him. Just like Okoro. Okoro is shooting finely with that last output, 17 points, that outburst that he had in the win over the Clippers. He still is barely shooting any better than he's ever shot. So teams are still not going to defend Isaac Okoro from three. 
We, 100%. We, you know, Brad Doherty can talk it up every single game like, oh, his shot's coming along. His percentage is still right about where it's always been. Teams are still not going to guard him in the playoffs. I totally agree with that. They, the Knicks, like he shot 36% from three last year, and the Knicks were like, yeah, okay, fine, go ahead. Yeah, and they're going to do the do same thing that, this year. I do think that, yeah, with him I agree. There's a difference in a wing and a big, and, and you're right, but I still think it's just, I mean, look at Dean Wade. And, you know, we went, we, I went round and round with you guys last year after Kevin Love about Dean, and Dean just fell off the truck and was awful down the stretch. Dean was plus 20 the other night, and he shot two of eight. And plus minus is not a perfect mm-hmm. indicator of anything. But, like, it was such a dramatic number, and it's like, okay, well, why? Well, it's the threat. It's the fact that he's a legitimate, viable three-point threat, and you have to be aware of where he is on the floor, even on nights when he's shooting two of eight. Now, again, I don't expect Evan Mobley to ever shoot eight threes in a game consistently, but it's just the threat. It's the threat of being there. And if you're not going to guard them, that's even more reason that you have got to take those shots and you have to make them. Yes, of course you have to make them, but if you're making, if he's taking three threes a night and he's making one of them, I can live with that. And eventually I do think teams will come out on him. Even if it's a step or two, you don't have to be in his face. Even if it's a step or two, that's all Darius and Donovan need to create those driving lanes, to open up driving lanes. And it's just like, and I, I talked about it when I was in with you and Ken was off. It's, there's like two tracks running right now. And there's the Cavs development track and there's the Donovan track. And they're not necessarily on the same clock. But right now, you got to do what you have to do to win games in the playoffs. I'm not worried about the regular season. <laughs> the NBA has made it clear the regular season doesn't matter. So I, the 51 wins and all that last year is great. You get a pat on the head for that. It doesn't matter. It's what you do in the playoffs. That's why I want to see them from now, now that they're healthy, finally. They've had 11 games together with the starting lineup. Evan's only played like 20 games this year. Like, we're trying to draw massive conclusions about what he is and what he isn't and what he's worked on and what he hasn't and what's fixed and what's not based on 20 games because he's been hurt so much. So now from now, you've got from now to the end of the season to build good habits and figure out what works. And that's what they should be working on from now until April is because that's what I didn't like about last year. That's what I put in the article. I wrote about this last year. I talked down about it last year. Last year it became, if it's a tight game or whatever, every night it was give the ball to Donovan and let him go, and he's going to bail us out. And that's fine in February and March when teams aren't trying very hard. That doesn't work in April, May, and June. He's not LeBron. He's not Giannis. He's not that level player. You've got to have something else besides just give it to Donovan and watch him go. And it, when teams blitz your pick and roll and they get the ball out of Darius's hands or Donovan's hands, what are you going to do? What Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries. So that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Else you have to go to. And this falls into that category of you have to force him to do it. Tell him, I want four threes out of you tonight, Evan. Go stand in the corner. You've got to shoot four threes tonight, and let's see what happens. Force it out of him and see where this goes. And if at the end of the year, it very well may be that he's still a 23 24% three-point shooter. Well, at least now you know, and now you've got some really hard decisions to make with your postseason rotation. But if he can get it up to 30, 31, 32%, that's doable and livable. And I think that allows them to continue to play this style that they've had so much success with since those guys went out. All right, Jason Lloyd with us. So we know where you stand on Evan Mobley. Where do you stand on the Cavs in general? Because they have been a team that's gotten no buzz nationally until just maybe this week. And they've earned it. They had that nice win over the Clippers. Uh, The tryhard Cavs are back. But it's not just tryhard. They are a deeper team. How much better do you think they are? But also, maybe a tougher question. How much better situated are they right now in the Eastern Conference given the Knicks are better, the Celtics are better, the Bucks made a, a big trade? Obviously, the 76ers are probably going to make a big trade. The Pacers have made their trade. The Heat have made their trade. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough spot to be in because I think that they're better suited to play in the postseason. Like, what do we say all April? Shooting, shooting, shooting. That whole Knicks series. Shooting, shooting, shooting. You've got to have shooting. You can't win in the playoffs without shooting. Well, they addressed it. They've got shooting. They've done a nice job of upgrading the shooting on this roster. So they've got that. That's why I said earlier, they're better equipped now to play NBA style of basketball in 2024. Like, this is the way teams play, and they're equipped to do that. But the East is so good. Can they get past Boston and Milwaukee? Probably not. I don't think so. They're not that good. I think Um, think fans are starting to see – a Milwaukee team that looks very vulnerable. Well, and I would say that it's a championship team that they missed on the Griffin, on the Adrian Griffin hire. That was a bad hire. They listened to Giannis. Yeah, that's who Giannis wanted. It became apparent very quickly. It wasn't going to work. Um, and, and they made the move that they had to move. But, I mean, everyone thought the Chiefs were in trouble too. And look at them. They're, they're back in the Super Bowl. Teams that have been there, teams that have I didn't. won a championship, have played for multiple championships, it's different. The regular season is different to them. We, how many times did we see that when LeBron was here, that they were ready to strangle each other in January, and then they're in the finals by June? So you can't pay any attention to this stuff. Like A lot of it is just veteran teams, and this is how it goes. So I, the Bucks are going to be there. The Bucks are 100% going to be there in May. The Celtics are going to be there. I can't believe that they haven't won a championship yet. But, you know, I, I, I don't believe that the Cavs are better than those two teams for sure. The rest, you can debate. But those two, I think those two teams are, are still head and shoulders above everybody else in the East. How good of a job has J.B. Bickerstaff done? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, for all the credit that – Kevin Stefanski got all season long for being able to put patchwork lineups together for figuring it out on the fly. That's exactly what JB has done. The smoke around the Cavs in the off season, in the early part of the year, all you heard was like, Oh, watch Cleveland, watch Cleveland. There were, 
people don't realize how many national writers and reporters were watching to see if JB was going to get tossed and when. And I've had prominent agents and opposing coaches tell me they need to trade Donovan this year, like trade him now, maximize the value now. He'd be the best star on the market. Like, you know, you could, you could leverage him and get recoup enough for him now because he's not staying. Like, that's, that's, that has been the narrative around the Cavs all season long. And JB has shut all that out and just found a way to win with this team. He lost two of his best players, and they just kept right on rolling. And on the fly, in the middle of the season, remade how they play. That is unbelievably difficult. Like, they always wanted to get to this point. They always wanted to be a team of, like, four out and one in and four shooters on the perimeter and one big inside. But it was a process. It was like turning a barge because of the way that they had played previously. And even at the start of this year, they weren't playing like that. And then when Darius and Evan went down, it was like, well, we ain't got no choice now. Let's just throw it against the wall and see what sticks. And they, they went to the style, and it's worked. They're, they're shooting 43s a night. Only Boston is shooting more since Darius and Evan went down. They're, I don't know, have the exact number in front of me, but it's over 43s that they're attempting every night. That's incredible. They were like 18th in the league before those guys got hurt. And now they're shooting 40 in the league and, and since like December 15th or 16th or 2nd. It's so hard to do that in the middle of the season and just say, okay, we're going to pivot and we're going to go to this. And this is the way we have to play. This is the only thing that's going to give us a chance to win. And they've done it and they've done it successfully. And he should get full credit for that. Because while doing that, they've kept the defense at an extremely high level as well. It's, it's remarkable how good of a job he's done this year. And I don't think people are talking about it enough. All right, Jason Lloyd with us quickly on the Browns. Jason, uh, new offensive coordinator, play calling still up in the air. Do we overrate all this stuff? Does it matter to you? Yeah, I think I think this is a lot of times I poo-poo. Like, I roll my eyes at the play calling, and I think it's overblown. But in this instance, like, there's a lot of questions about, and that still really haven't been answered about why – AVP is out. Why Ken is here? Who's going to be calling the plays? There's just, there's, there's just a lot of uncertainty with how this whole thing went down and whose call was it and why were these decisions made? And I don't think, I know I don't have the clarity on it. I've got pretty good suspicions and pretty good theories, but I don't have any clarity or confirmation on how this whole thing went down. And I, I am a little bit troubled by, by how all this looks right now, for sure. Yeah. You're troubled by how it looks? Yeah. Why? You're not? convince me why I should be troubled. Because Kevin did an unbelievable job of calling plays last year. Play calling was not the issue. Um, And yet they're overhauling this whole thing. And obviously they're doing it to fit the quarterback. And I get it. He's $230 million. He's, he's the focal point of this whole thing. He's the most powerful figure in the organization. I get it. But it's just a little troubling when, uh, the, your head coach could win coach of the year for the second time in four years. And we're back to this whole nonsense about offensive coordinator and who should be calling the plays. Well, the, the reason is, silly. I know we don't have a lot of time, but I, I thought and I'm looking for reasons. It doesn't mean it's the right reason, but is it better where it's like, Hey, Joe Flacco really worked in the system. Kirk cousins really worked in the system, but it's, we're not talking about these guys. Case Keenum for that matter in Minnesota really worked in the system, but we're talking about Deshaun Watson. He's a different guy. And a guy who, like Ken Dorsey, who's worked with Allen and Newton, maybe he would work better. Is that something that Kevin might notice and make the change on his own? 
No, I, I don't think he would make that so change. So did he make the these decisions to make these changes within his well, coaching staff? But that's what I'm saying. We don't have the clarity on that. I don't want to say something that I don't know 100%, um, but I, I have strong suspicions that this wasn't entirely his call. Yeah, I don't think – you think it was? You think he said, you know what, I've had enough with play calling. Uh, I think I'm done with it. Uh, Alex, you're out. I'm going to go find someone else I trust to call plays. Like – and, and like Ken fits Deshaun because I was talking to people in Buffalo, like Ken Dorsey calls all shotgun. Like that's what he does. And we know that's what Deshaun likes is all shotgun. Ken also is not a trick play gadget play guy at all. We know Kevin is. Kevin loves the trick plays. He loves the catch him off guard, misdirection, whatever. Ken Dorsey does not call any jet sweeps. Like running backs run the ball, receivers catch the ball, quarterback throws the ball. Mm-hmm. It's very basic. It's very bland. I'm not saying that's good or bad. It's the way that he has operated in Buffalo. So there are some stark differences. Now, you know, you want to tailor your offense around your talent every time. Yes, of course you do. I would also say if you're a $230 million quarterback and you've seen this offense have all the success it is, if you're really that good, how can you not have success in this system? It's not a very hard system. It's not very complicated. Well, now you've you've put me in a position where I have to blatantly put my head in the sand. In front of everybody, then. Well, then do that. I'm not going to. Well, I know your your eyes are open for everything. Okay. No comment. Ah, Jason Lloyd from the Athletic. All right, I'm suitably chasing. Thank you. See you guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 